Welcome, welcome, welcome to Drinking and Knowing Things, the Game of Thrones podcast on the Merry-Go-Round Podcast Network. My name is Dan Blomquist, a TV section workhorse as described by TV editor Kate Brogdon, and today I am joined by fantasy novel expert Sam Hoffman. How many, how many times have you read A Song of Ice and Fire, Sam? Uh, I think it's up to three times. Well, we could probably call it about two and a half times. Okay, so about 6,000 pages overall of George R. R. Martin yeah, written content. Yeah, you might be able to call me a George R. R. Martin, eh, maybe not an expert, but like, knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, and we've, we've, we've taken it upon ourselves to take this, this nerd Super Bowl that is upon us, this final season of Game of Thrones, and we want to just go through it the way that it seems to want to be gone through, because, like, it's the series that you watch if you watch TV in 2019. Yeah. Like, it's it's the thing, it's the monoculture, it's, it's what's <laughs> happening, and it, it started as sort of this, like, this, this standard bearer for, for the era of prestige TV. Oh, yeah. No, it's... It's got a fucking budget. Like Yeah, they started dumping the dollars on it really fucking fast. Yeah, I think really I think it fast. started off season one was definitely it had ten million dollars per episode or something mm. like that, and I Jesus. think it's only climbed. So hundred million bucks for a season <laughs> of TV? That's insane. And like if you think about it, where fantasy media has kind of like come from, you, you got you have Lord of the Rings, kind of the the, the starter mm-hmm. of just all of the fantasy on visual media. Yeah, and, that, was, uh, that was 2003, so that's moving... It's a, it's a little fast. while ago. I mean, this series did start in 2011, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just the, the whole monetary timeline is just really... It's staggering to think about how fast it went up, because, uh, like, if you look at... You know, a series like Deadwood, which is the thing that I always compare Game of Thrones to, because it's the only thing in the TV sphere that existed before Game of Thrones that was like Game of Thrones. And if you like Game of Thrones, I'll say you should watch Deadwood. Just out. Ah. That's I've, that's always been my take. That's been my my seminal hot take since I watched Deadwood. Have you and seen Rome? Rome is similar. I have also heard about. Rome. I mean, Rome is big budget. Yeah period yeah. timepiece kind and, of thing. And they and both suffered from being ahead of their time because yeah, it was did. in Deadwood's case, I don't know if this was in Rome's case, but it was cancelled before the story finished. It yeah. got eminently cut because it cost too much money and nobody's watching that's, it. That's exactly what happened to Rome. And Game of Thrones does the exact same thing like ten years later and, and eight it seasons and they just keep giving it, it every dollar they ask it, for. It somehow worked. Like with Rome, it was four seasons, I believe. Um, and... It was one of the most expensive productions HBO had ever put on, mm-hmm. and uh, it stars Mance Raider's Julius Caesar, so I fucking right. love him, so... <laughs> right, right, that's what you were talking about yep. in today's episode, when we saw that little recap with Mance. Yeah. And so to get into that, basically what we want to do is go through the episode scene by scene, talk about what works and what doesn't, I'll be trying to take it from the TV perspective, Sam from the novel perspective... And, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> well, this, there's not really any it's, novels. It's called drinking and knowing things. We're very <laughs> drunk. We're, we're gonna knowing things. <laughs> we're going to do, do this. We're going to do something here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
as we can both take a And we'll do this because all of our other drinking podcasts do it. We'll let the, the folks know what we're drinking. I'm sipping on a Josef Brau Radler. It's a lemon beer. It is as similar to juice as alcohol can get because I'm a child who cannot stand the flavor of alcohol <laughs> and just want to be drunk. And, and Sam, you're, you're uh, sipping I'm, on I'm the... drinking... Um, <laughs> I'm drinking Modelo, not my first choice, but it's what I'm. I'm. Uh, I can only, drink right only, now. Only the finest. You know, oh you, yeah. No. Ne- right next now. episode. Next episode. I have got some good plans okay. for some beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Big things to come. The beer oh department. yes. Okay. So we started off the eighth season, the final season of Game of Thrones. We had before we got to the episode. We got the little countdown, which I oh, thought yeah. was a very fresh, that was market cool. savvy thing. All counting the, down from, from the, eight. the seasons. Yeah, you see all the seasons, great. the little shout outs, the hype moments. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. And then the first season, or the first moment of season footage that we see is a little boy running through the snow, running through the ranks of the new soldiers as Daenerys brings her forces to Winterfell. And yes. we see these, this melding of worlds for the first time. Now, I don't know if you caught this. Maybe you did. Uh, but if you think back to the very first episode, you have Arya running through the ranks of the mm. Winterfell soldiers mm. as mm-hmm. Robert Baratheon's little caravan comes mm. into Winterfell. And mm-hmm. I thought, when I saw that, I thought, wow, they're making a callback mm. right here. This is why you're on the payroll. This is, this is what you're here to catch. This is why we got you. <laughs> Yeah, definitely, you know, typical of them to start with something so uh, symbolically dense. Yeah, and, and, and familiar, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah. And I'm, I just, I noticed throughout this entire episode, I know we'll get into it later, but um, I just, I've noticed uh, a lot of reflections back to that first season, really. Mm-hmm. Just all throughout the episode, especially that first, ep- like the very first episode, especially with the, the prologue and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And we do we do see Arya. I believe she's the first main character that we see. She's mm-hmm. the first familiar cast member. We see her looking, looking kind of smug at the Unsullied. You know, she's very <laughs> she's very bit, feeling yeah. herself <laughs> as of late seasons. You know, she just iced Littlefinger. You know, timeline yeah. uh, perspective. She's kind of she's kind of <laughs> gone on her little fuck shit up rampage <laughs> a lot already, and mm-hmm. so it was. I gotta be honest, it was kind of nice seeing Arya kind of back into her, her her earlier role of being a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and not yeah. some, like, sort of deadpan psychopath that she's been for the past <laughs> two seasons. I'm totally down with Arya being a human. Mm-hmm. Perfectly mm-hmm. fine with that. <laughs> good, good rep for her. And then the first conversation we get to, John and Danny are on their horses... Talking yep. about how, oh, maybe they don't like me too much here, John. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe there's some culture-blending issues that we didn't uh, yeah, exactly foresee. I mean, uh, Danny has, for most of her life, lived in a completely different continent, and she's been, uh, you know, being a total monster, just coming in on top of a... On, on top of a... Like, all these big, major powers in Essos, and now she's here in Westeros, where she was kind of born to be, and her homeland and stuff, and she's coming here, and, uh, yeah. (laughs) It's... Just every time they shoot the two of them, now that their sexual relationship has been established, it's just... They can't have normal scenes with them anymore, like... 
Like, there was never an issue with that with Cersei and Jaime, because every scene with them together, it's always that kind of tense. And because they started that way. Always a little bit They were the incest couple. And now we've got, you know, a new incest couple on the block. And And it's not known to them. It's not on purpose. Oh, yeah, no, there's, there's (laughs) there's layers on layers of tension between them in just every single scene. And... I noticed they did that. They put this even into the uh, the wardrobe. They're white and black. Oh yeah, They're like they always have this sort of like dual aesthetics going yeah. on. Yeah, I mean that also plays into the whole Stark lineage being these cold brooding kind of people, mm-hmm. and then you get the fiery uh, Targaryen kind of lineage, and you get that that the cold, and you get the hot white light mm-hmm. fire kind of stuff. <clears throat> Thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And then the next scene we get to is we get Peter Dinklage in the caravan <laughs> with Varys talking, of course, about his dick. Yeah. Had I mean, to remind what us what we're doing here. Yeah. You know, we got to do the Game of Thrones dick yeah. eventually. <laughs> this is, I got to be honest, uh, Game of Thrones is probably the only HBO show that has equal parts vagina and penis. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're egalitarian. Oh, very egalitarian. <laughs> <laughs> it's an even, even-handed, and you know, I I understand that was the first scene where you know I was you know very wrapped up in the moment up until then, and then that scene happens and you're like, okay, we're still, you know, it's still late seasons Game of Thrones, like they're still very pander heavy, I guess, still very like they don't take themselves as seriously as you'd want them to, like. You know, you you have like sort of a parenting in- instinct with it, yeah. like you know, like you're the flagship series. Act like, <laughs> damn it, stop, stop fucking you around want this with your seriously entire time. <laughs> no, it's it's they know their audience. Yeah. They know why people watch Game of Thrones. It's the tits and the blood. Yeah, they're 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 getting their licks in, and and we we, we say it with love. But there will there will be significant critical oh, <laughs> discourse yeah. in Game of Thrones. There'll be yeah. some grievances oh, yeah. being aired <laughs> over the course of these episodes. But but we do it with love. We we, we love we love we, we do it. We we love we, shit, we talk shit because we care. Yes, I I love the series, and as a as a mainly book reader to the series to the TV show, um, I kind of view the whole show as what I really wanted. Like, I, I get to see all these characters on screen, and I get to just watch them do the things that I think are just absolutely awesome. And so when the the, the show kind of takes different directions from the books, it kind of makes me go, eh, not a fan, what are you doing there? I could go on. I, honestly, if, if, if I had the chance, I could spend an entire hour complaining about the show, mm-hmm. but... Well, it's we, fucking great. We have six, <laughs> so so we'll get to all of them, I'm sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> so the next scene we get to uh, is Bran. Bran is still just the fucking most ice-cold motherfucker oh, yeah. no, he's on the planet. Basically just, dead. Just yeah. a dead human being on the inside, not so much on just the outside. He kind of stares off. Uh, like I said earlier, I had a little fan theory. Miniature mm-hmm. theory? Yeah. I don't know. But uh, Three-Eyed Raven, maybe warging into Bran. Mm-hmm. Maybe Bran yeah. is not actually Bran anymore. Yeah, maybe he's just become a host for his Probably spirit, not, which, but... <laughs> I mean, I just want 
him to be the ultimate fuck shit up thing. Yeah. Because at the end, there's going to be a big thing that ultimately fucks up all the White Walkers I mean, super fucking bad. And I think, yeah, you, he's just going to... What gonna... if you think about this for a moment, right? What if the Night King is the guy who is raising the undead? What if he's mm-hmm. warging oh the God. undead? <laughs> and then you get Bran as this sort of living counter warg who can maybe okay. destroy that bond mm-hmm. or take him over. So it just becomes a mind war between Bran and the Night King. That's 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 my that's, wild speculation. That's what we're thinking. That's that's the ballpark. <laughs> that's that's the that's the long odds for how it ends is yeah, his, yeah. his mind anime battle between yes. Bran and the Night King. With, with really suspenseful uh pop punk music. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. <laughs> Big AMG ending. <laughs> good for the edits. Good good for the Call of Duty edits later. Oh yeah, squeeze it down into an 8 minute YouTube video. Perfect. <laughs> Alright, and then the next note I have here is Mormont G- Girl did puberty. She is at least a foot <laughs> taller than she was in the last season. Oh, and a slightly deeper voice. Really, not though. A little, like, little that bit was... more intimidating she, now. She grew the fuck she, up. She looks yeah. like she can throw some hands. Yeah. Just a little bit. Like, I don't doubt yeah. that she was able to before, but now mm-hmm. I'm really Yeah, worried. no, and she does. And she does. <laughs> She's the first one to bring up. Oh, her. yeah. It no. had to be her, the one to, to be the voice of the, like, yo, John, why you why you come home not the king in the north like yeah. you can't just accept that oh, we're yeah. not we're not, not the <laughs> you heard us chant that we uh, love that no, you can't come take on. that uh, I mean yeah she's bringing up real real issues there obviously yeah. and you like on top of that sorry to kind of interdict yeah, but uh-huh. like you've got the Sansa Daenerys kind of weird I don't fucking like you. Yeah. And I don't fucking like you either. Kind of <laughs> kind of relationship developing mm-hmm. here for some reason. Yeah. And I I mean I feel like that's not needed in the, in the in the epi- in the in the season that's supposed to kind of wrap things up. Yeah. Like why introduce a little bit extra stuff that yeah, can, ex- I, I can explore? I feel like there could be like a 15 minute supercut of Sansa disagreeing with people in that oh Winterfell throne room. <laughs> <laughs> like every fucking scene, it's just oh, Sansa's yeah. like, oh, but what about this shit? That's a oh, fair point, but... but kind of a thorn in the side. <laughs> oh, sorry to bring this up. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, and yeah, I mean, oh, what the fuck is Sansa doing? <laughs> just, just take what you got and just be happy that you're fucking alive at this point. Just walk Good away, Lord. <laughs> just walk away. Let, let Leanna and John take care of shit. Yeah, really. And yeah, my next three notes are just all about Leanna. She talks. Ma- she is so good at talking shit. I, I hope, hope we see her in things. I hope she survives to the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And maybe like we, we maybe gets like a here. nice little uh, little shot with the Night King and her just kind of doing the whole. <laughs> uh, what are you? Oh yeah, what are you just... done, huh? <laughs> Think you're some big shit. Oh yeah, I'd love that. Alright, and then, yeah, he, then we have John's response, of course, where he establishes, <laughs> I did it for the North. Oh, you yeah. You know, I ride or die for the yeah, North. That's yeah, what that's, about. that's definitely going to come back a little bit later. That idea that, that John is kind of sacrificing something for the North, and maybe other people won't. Yeah. Yeah, I he's... mean, John is the real guy, <laughs> and not many other people are. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to say about it right now, but... Uh, yeah, John, 
you're pretty and beautiful and also a badass, so... <laughs> and, he, and he rides or dies for something. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what you like to oh, see yeah, in these sorts of shows. People who, who are committed to things. And then after that, we have fucking Tyrion come up and try oh, and yeah. be the guy. Because he has to say something in every scene he's in, obviously, because yeah. he's Tyrion. I mean, but like, well, it, that's you're talking about the the Sansa Tyrion scene where they're kind of yeah. That's it. First Tyrion, oh, ste- oh, first yeah, Tyrion right. steps up. He's like, oh, let me be the guy who calms everybody down. And then Sansa's like, for fucking real, dude. Do you think you can <laughs> yeah, do this? Really? You think you're the guy for I this know. right and now? You even see Danny kind of just going like, what? Mm. This is you're out of your own. <laughs> you're out of your league. <laughs> you're about to you're about to bring some uh, southerner shit into the north. What the fuck are you doing, Tyrion? Yeah, like, he... the North is a completely different beast compared to the South. Honestly, it's full of some wacky people who are very stubborn like, and angry, and, I mean, that's, at least that's how they're characterized. <laughs> it's, he, having watched season seven it, leading up to, in preparation for this season, Tyrion has stayed taking L's for a long time. Yeah. Honestly, it's been a rough go for him. It's... I mean, <laughs> as he said when he first met Jon Snow, it's been a long road. It has, especially for, yeah. I mean, well, for the both of them, Tyrion's had a shit time, Jon fucking died, mm-hmm. so, I yeah, mean, they've, they've, it's been a long road. Yeah, it's been long for them. And then, my, my next note after uh, the... Tyrion scene is a Gendry spinoff, please. Uh, I believe that was that was a scene oh. where Gendry's chilling in the back of a wagon, just looking cute. I forget what exactly he's talking to people about. He doesn't go with the the people to to last hearth, uh, does he? No, no, no. He. I think his job as the Smith. I'm using air right. quotes. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is kind of. From what I understand, he's the guy that's supposed to be making all of the the weapons that are supposed to kill the White Walkers. Mm-hmm. So he's like the major, the smith that everyone goes to yeah. for their fancy dragon glass weapons mm-hmm. and and or maybe possibly Valyrian steel weapons mm-hmm. if he figures it out. Right, he right. Does have if dragons if, if now. he stays trying to get into Arya's pants, which is a thing that happens later, <laughs> we'll I get mean, to that. Let's hint to that. I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll shit that. I'll shit that. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Just just make Arya seem a little bit less cyborg, a little bit more human. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good way. Yeah. But getting ahead of ourselves, first we have a very awkward, re- the first of many awkward reunions in oh, this yeah. episode. This was Absolutely. really the show of just like, oh, it's you again. Uh, the first one we get is Tyrion and Sansa coming together. Yep. And, and I thought that was... I think that could have been handled a little bit better. I mean, they had they were married. Yeah, no. They, they were definitely... married for a while. Like, it's, especially if you kind of go back into the books, they were married mm. for months. And mm-hmm. I had, like, a little few more words than just the Sansa walking out going... Babbage. Yeah, no, they did that thing where they're like, you know what, we just kind of want this conversation to be a dunk fest, and they're just gonna like yeah. take turns doing epic burns, and that's gonna be <laughs> our, our our excuse for dialogue. I just wish there was a little bit more meat on those bones. I yeah, want it's... Tyrion to just, I mean, like, yeah, Sansa ran away during the wedding, Tyrion definitely 
brought that up for a second, but then kind of let it drop because he could have said, well, hey, they all knew that you were the one that fucking did it, mm. and but you weren't there, and so I had to be the fall guy. <laughs> I had to be the one that had to go up in front of everyone and go, give me a trial by combat. <laughs> and then, you know, and set forth all those wonderful events mm-hmm. Yeah, they and this is also another point where Tyrion decides to remind us that he's an absolute fucking dolt who thinks that Cersei is sending her armies oh, north yeah. to help oh, them yeah. out. It's like, oh yeah, dude, like have I faith, mean, like they're not, on their way. This is definitely not the first time that Tyrion has been shown to not actually be quite as smart as he it kind of comes off as. Yeah, it's he's a smart guy, he's a big blind spot. But I feel like he's a little bit too trusting with his family, even though he absolutely should fucking not be <laughs> there should be zero trust between him and the rest of his family yeah. i mean it's like he completely forgot that you know seriously try to get him killed like he's he's supposed to be multiple the, times. the the cool cynical guy like that was his niche for a while was being the, yeah, the drunkard the, the who drunk has who, faith but then he yeah, just like i guess we have to put our hearts the, on our sleeve damn it and, the, the classic italian and it never works. Uh, uh, the italian uh, theater uh, archetype, the the drunk uncle, who kind of sits there and kind of makes that's it That's a live family archetype as far as I know. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know about the Italian theater, but... But he kind of makes himself a fool and also talks some real shit. Okay. Like, okay. like, like he really mm, brings up the, the shit that people need to be, be hearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, and then we move on to our second awkward reunion, Arya and Jon... It's it's not it's not that the most awkward. Super you, awkward. It was it. It wasn't uh, supposed to be awkward, but the way it came off was kind of like you know. Are you still doing that cyborg thing where she's yeah. kind of like protect our family? Yeah, no, they do the they at do, all costs. They do a big dick contest with their yeah. swords. They're like oh, they definitely yeah. did. Yeah, they're, and then they're like oh check uh, it out. You know, she didn't even bother to whip out her dick. <laughs> She's got a dick. Didn't even really whip the she, dick. She's out. got a Valyrian steel dick that she could have whipped out, but she doesn't. Did she not? Yeah. She didn't no. take out the dick. Yeah, no, she didn't. God she damn. she brought out needle, which is like you know heirloom yeah. sword type yeah. thing, but like not the other cool Valyrian steel thing that John probably could have been down to see and gotten a little hard mm-hmm. on before. <laughs> yeah, they do that, and they do Everybody Hates Sansa, which is, I feel like, going to be a bigger theme. Uh, running like, everybody's going to talk shit on Sansa. Okay, but I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put this in right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like Sansa as a character in the books. She has a wonderful story, mm-hmm. um, especially with her kind of gaining agency and realizing that even though she's a woman in this very oppressive world, she has some power that she can, you know, swing around that's like her big fucking dick. Mm-hmm, she can mm-hmm. do some shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't see that in the show, though. She just gets sold off. She's a bystander yeah. forever. She, she gets raped by just... the bastard, asshole, piece of shit, yeah, Ramsey Snow. And they, they definitely... She doesn't get to be, you know, she doesn't get yeah, to make they, her own decisions. They, they wanted to go for shock. They were, they were shock. They wanted to shock milk it more than... That's, you know, uh, well, that, that was story. season five, right? Yeah, I think... I mean, pretty much every season they do a scene like that where they just kind of give I mean, the female characters the season short five was definitely Season 5, for, for me at least, was definitely the, the point where I realized that whoever's writing Game of Thrones is not really fully understanding what 
mm-hmm. the books were about. Yeah, that's around when people say it jumped the shark. It. I mean, I don't want to say it jumped the shark. It just kind of forgot where it was coming from. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it like if you look throughout the 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 machinations of the mm-hmm. first four seasons, mm-hmm. and you kind of see the complexity there and how all these characters kind of bounce into each other like atoms mm-hmm. in an atom bomb about to fucking blow up. Um, you kind of miss that. It, it gets extra simplified, and it also misses a lot of, like, uh, internal consistency, I guess, is what I would say. Yeah, and to be fair, that is around when they started running out of actual written material yeah. to base things on. Yeah. George, come on the pod, but also <laughs> please finish the damn books. George! <laughs> we need to talk, we... brother. <laughs> Alright, and after that we leave Winterfell for the first time this episode, and we see Kyburn and Cersei talking, and Kyburn says, So the wall, um, there's an issue at the wall, Cersei, and she's like, good, showing (laughs) that she's really not fully (laughs) understanding what... Tyrion seems to think that she cares... Just because she's pregnant. Yeah. Which, that was... who knows if that's actually true. That might just be Cersei just kind of playing up a thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Who I knows mean, how they're... There's a lot of... The, 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 the online the, about Cersei's pregnancy is... Yeah, who's the fucking dad? But, uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know right now. But, like... Come on, Cersei. Mm-hmm. The world's ending. <laughs> Get it together. It's time to shelve the whole Game mm-hmm. of Thrones. <laughs> But then we couldn't call it Game of Thrones, <laughs> We couldn't call it the Game of Thrones. I know. <laughs> uh, and and then our next shot is they go out to the sea. They've still got their big fleet of boyos. Oh, yeah. Now with the Golden Boys. I've written golden them as the Golden Company. The golden okay, company yeah, they're, is their real okay. name. <laughs> so, Golden Company, Golden Company. Let's mm. do a book break. Oh, yeah. A yeah. book break. They're, they're a thing from the books. They they're, are a thing from the books. Mm-hmm. Now, uh... There's a lot of plot surrounding the, the Golden Company in the books, and I don't mm. want to get into that, because that'll okay. take fucking three oh, hours to explain. Okay. But basically, uh, there was another Targaryen, who may or may not have been actually a real Targaryen, Oh my! but the Golden Company was supporting them, because mm-hmm. if you kind of roll back the history on the Golden Company, they are a Westerosi mercenary company that were formed... During the Dance with the Dragons, which was the Targaryen Civil War that happened about a hundred plus years before the series. Mm-hmm. And so this deep Golden lore. Company, deep lore right deep now. Lore. Oh yeah. <laughs> deep lore. Uh, this Golden Company has a sort of running um, goal, and that is to put a contender that is still a Targaryen, possibly bastard, or mm-hmm. offshoot house, on the throne of Westeros, and not a true Targaryen. And so in the books, we, we have this entire kind of plot surrounding this uh, extra Targaryen that we're not going to get into. But I thought it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. They did keep the uh, the captain of the Golden Company, mm-hmm. Harry Strickland. Yeah. Which I was pretty pumped to school hear. School superintendent Harry Strickland. Harry Strickland, like, yeah. <laughs> in the world with Daenerys uh, and Jorah and Tyrion, we Dr. have... Dr. Strickland, no, yeah. don't give me a detention. No. Yeah, it's a little of a weird word. It's a Westerosi word, which is supposed to be 
English. Mm, okay, okay. British. Something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he just, he was tired. He was like, you know what? Yeah. Just, <laughs> but I just, I, I saw I a felt name on the good. local news. Like, I felt you know pretty what? good seeing Harry Strickland finally mm-hmm. another callback from the books. It's been a long time since the book readers got their little, mm-hmm. their little He's treat. A shout out. L- little treat. <laughs> little treat. <laughs> And then we go from there to Yoran and Yara, who gets to have one creepy conversation before jumping ahead again. Uh, oh. Probably the most anticlimactic, like, most what-the-fuck scene in this entire episode. Just like, all right, your uh, Theon can shoot bows. <laughs> I guess he's the man. Did uh, just kind of walks in and takes Yara on Euron... a Fucking Cersei, Cersei happened before that or during no? That? that is coming up. But before okay. we get to that, I, I have the note that uh, is taken from a person on a different podcast. But they had Ian McShane for one fucking episode when yeah. the part of Euron Greyjoy was right there. <laughs> Come on, don't, like don't, don't even get imagine me. that world. Imagine the world where I'm Ian McShane is Euron Greyjoy. <clears throat> I okay. If we roll it really back to when casting was being announced for season what six? Yes. There was when uh, Ian McShane was announced to be in Game of Thrones. That was the man, Euron Greyjoy. People were like, "It has to be. He has to be Euron. He's an old. Mm-hmm. He's an old guy. No offense to Ian McShane. <laughs> sorry, man. Uh, but he fit. He, he fits the age, uh, kind of idea." And also Ian McShane. It's Ian McShane. He's a fucking amazing, incredible actor. Mm. And uh, the fact that they did, they didn't go with Ian McShane makes me happy because they wrote urine like dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Because That's extremely fair. Ian McShane was blessed with a very small role as a down to earth yeah, septum. You know that he was kept, just great. He kept I love his that. dignity. He kept he his did. dignity. He got it. He got out. <laughs> Um, we have... Yeah, but the, the Greyjoys with their perfect uh, arrow accuracy. I, I'm mm-hmm. thinking that uh, that was the crew... That, so, Euron Greyjoy's ship is called the Silence. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously because all of his crew members are silent. Yeah, crew mutes. Because they've been, yeah, yeah. you know, had their tongues cut out. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of obvious when... Uh, uh, they are shooting arrows at the mutes, and the mutes die, and no one really gives a shit because you know they fucking can't scream mm-hmm. that out. <laughs> that mm, jokes, good jokes. <laughs> and no wonder that works so easily. Yeah, we have a brief conversation with uh, the new Strickland boy, where he disappoints Cersei with no elephants. I guess there is a limit to this Game of Thrones budget. They yeah. couldn't <laughs> couldn't get the elephants. I mean, have you seen Ghost at all? Ghost still exists. True. Where the fuck has she been? I don't even know that. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Fans tell us what, what gender fuck. is Ghost. <laughs> um, so then he leaves. You're on Cersei or alone. They fuck. Cool. Yeah. You know, good, I guess. Not where I wanted anything of any of that to go. I mean, okay, let's, let's be honest here. Uh, Euron got the prize. So what does he have to stick around for? Yeah, he kind of wanted. He did say, say that he just wanted to fuck the queen and go. So he like, says that to Yara many, right many there. times, and now he's done it. Like I don't think he Cersei can really count on his loyalties anymore. Yeah, 
Yeah, he's probably Cersei may have made a mistake, really weird mistake to make, kind of... Yeah, it seems so random, and, like, I kind of wanted... Okay, I would say that the last five scenes of The Mountain have just been him standing in someone's way. Like, oh, just, yeah. Just a shuffle and just, oh, he's there. Oh, yeah, no, he, he can, uh, instead of mountain, you can just call him the ominous giant. <laughs> he just kind of sits in the, the background and boy. just yeah. stares. The spooky lad. You wouldn't know it, <laughs> but I'm dead and I'm scary. Oh. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> but I'm, just but gonna I'm dead be, and scary. I'm gonna be here. <laughs> and then after that, we get a more fucking brawn. Of course, he's just covered in. In. Do you think he uh, takes that that deal? I don't think they should. Oh him. yeah, that's what happens at the end of that scene. We get a, finally another piece of meat. Probably the next interesting thing since Winterfell is yeah. them. We get Bronn with all of his his women, and then. Who rolls up with the Kyburn? Kyburn rolls yeah. up with the cross with the Tywin the killing yeah with the Tywin killing crossbow yep. and says ice my dickhead brothers I, for me. I just want to make an aside that crossbow. I'm, this is the name that I'm making. I'm making right now. It's called mm. the the bowel breaker. Uh, <laughs> Trademarked bowel breaker crossbow. Yes, the bowel breaker crossbow. Um, <laughs> So, does Bronn take up that deal? Now, Bronn has been continuously characterized as a man who always takes the good deal. Yeah. He is the guy who's gonna switch sides. He's a, he's a sellsword. He's a mercenary. Mm-hmm. He goes out to the highest bidder. But, mm-hmm. ulti- like, they did so much work when they introduced Bronn. They did so much work to make it clear that when he was fighting for Tyrion in his very first scene that he was doing it for Tyrion's money and yeah. because he was a Lannister. Yeah. And, he, and like, he doesn't come to Tyrion's defense for the champion because yeah, Tyrion's not paying out. Yeah. And... But they had a friendship. Yeah. Was a friendship that's the there. thing is like ultimately if they re- if Bronn was really the heartless motherfucker that they try and make him out to be he wouldn't even be in the series. He never would have even made that first move. So I think we're going to have a very heartfelt scene where Bronn decides not to ice them and then he gets iced himself. Because yeah. Bronn's not making it out alive. He's no, too alive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I completely agree with that one. He's definitely my number one pick I was, to get I was thinking, like, uh, he tries to kill Jamie and, like, it's Jamie mm. and Tyrion and kind of in the same room. He tries yeah. to kill Jamie, he fails, and then he realizes that he just he can't kill Tyrion. Mm-hmm. They they know each other. Yeah. Jamie has... also Jamie and Bronn yeah. have their own little thing too. Like it they, was it yeah, was not much of a bromance, but it was kind of teasing. It was a, it was so, a pretty it was a significant bromance. They it was, trained yeah, together. Yeah. He was like the only person. I don't think that... Bronn could actually do it. They they might try <laughs> to sell him out as like a fucking heartless bastard who just is in it for the money. And I think he is to a point. No, I don't think he can... I think he's going to die the legend. Oh, no, he's he, definitely going to die. Before he kills... I mean, I, don't, I honestly believe no one's going to survive other than Hot Pie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> hot Pie Iron Throne. The long odds. Oh, yeah. No, We're I, living I for the long odds I've been saying here. that for years. Hot Pie deserves the Iron Throne. 
He's, the, he's been staying good. <laughs> staying good, he's been keeping it good. He's been getting better at baking and cooking and whatever the hell else. He's, he's a good man. Love him. All right, so after that, we have the bow storm scene. Again, big, weird anti-climax in the middle of this episode. All the, like, Works just OPR is back. Like, yeah, that's, that that's, took all of 30 seconds. Like, there's go. been a lot of that, especially in season six. There was a lot of uh, stuff that just kind of happened, and you're like, "Well, that was just so easy for you, wasn't it?" <laughs> that, like, no, no realistic things came in your way at all. You just were able to get straight through that. Yeah, just with like, oh, I guess we just had to be real good at bows for like yeah. thirty seconds. That's yeah, all it took. No explanation behind it. No lead up to that. I mean, at least show. Theon in the boat going like alright guys we're about to storm the yeah. silence it's a pretty badass boat with a badass crew we can do this uh, or in, yeah, in Reek's like, voice I don't know like a maybe we can do this I don't know <laughs> it's Fiora right remember it's Fiora <laughs> yeah uh, my, my only other note for that scene is they're both hotter question marks like maybe it's just the way it was shot but they both Look less dirty and sweaty. Oh yeah, no. Been... Theon is for sure looking a little bit healthier. Yeah, he's got more color in his hair. You know, a little bit more color. Looks like the the crew's actually been feeding him a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's been hitting he's up the catering. <laughs> and then we jump back to the north. We have a quick, you know, reminder like, oh, shit's unstable. Karstark just finished betraying us 20 seconds oh, yeah. ago. Uh, will people uh, accept Danny in the north? Uh, do people forget about, uh, what's-her-face Karstark lady? Oh, God, I can't remember her name. But, um, so, if you roll it back to season three, or season two, was it? Season three, uh, where the Karstarks betray the Starks, because mm-hmm. the Karn Starks and the Starks kind of hate each other. They've been they back have, and forth. They've, ha- they've hated each other for a long time. Uh, but they've also not, because the Karn Starks are actually a, an, an offshoot branch house. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like long-distance long cousins, I guess, mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, but, um, I mean, maybe I'm mixing up the show and the books right now, but in the books... Uh, the Karstark, I think her name is Alisane or Allison or... I, I did not go back that far some, for, the, for the show research, I'll be some real. Some Game of Thrones name. Mm-hmm, uh, some... <laughs> she arrives uh, as, as uh, uh, Jon Snow is elected, the uh, uh, Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. You got Alisane, I think, uh, Karstark mm-hmm. rolling up on the Night's Watch going, Hey, uh, I just escaped my really shitty uncle's uh, little Aww. prison... Uh, can okay. you help me, and maybe I can be the actual real Karstark, Lady Karstark, mm-hmm. and you can get rid of him, and uh, I can, you know, we can bring the Karstarks together and and be Karstark Stark, all happy and <laughs> great and together. I that don't may think be that a happened. book thing. Yeah, I don't think that happened. Not <laughs> super sure, but regardless, yeah. they they're like I don't know the whole. Like mafi- I mean, the whole mafioso like power battle in yeah. the north is I mean, the, just the, the, the like a constant thing that never really gets a whole lot of time in the sun. It's always just like, oh, are they fucking shit up right now, or are they like bending the knee? Yeah, right now? I they're mean, either on or off. Well, I mean, obviously the books 
compared to the show have a lot more political. Mm-hmm. Just because they have the they have the, they got the space to do that. Yeah, the show doesn't. The books certainly do because you can have an entire point of view uh, a chapter just devoted to politics. Mm. So yeah, but I, I think uh, they're doing the spinoffs. I'm sure they'll the get the lady to it. who kind of rolls up on um, on uh, Winterfell. She's for sure the lady Karstark. Don't remember her name. After the lady Karstark, yeah, we'll call her <laughs> lady Karstark. The lady. But I do know that she's really friendly with John. Uh, and I mean, okay, fun fact from the books: she married. Uh, do you remember those cannibals from season two? <sighs> yes. Like the, I feel like like of the, the things Game of Thrones has done, fens. cannibalism is on that list. The Fens. Okay. They were kind of like I believe that's what they're called. Bald. I have kinda... memories of cannibalism. Okay, good, good, mm, good. She the marries the leader of those guys in the books. Fun. The cannibals were not cannibals in the books, though. Oh, They were actually whoa. pretty badass. They had bronze armor. They're more badass they than were... cannibals. Oh, well, I mean. Cannibalism is up there. Like, it's they pretty, cannibals. pretty hardcore. But, uh, definitely, in the books, they, they had... They were the only wildling clans to be uh, producing armor for themselves, and they were the only ones to, like, forge weapons, and they were, like, quote-unquote civilized Mm. compared to the rest of the wildlings. Mm -hmm. And so, in the books, them kind of marrying together wasn't that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. I mean, in the show, if she was marrying a cannibal, that would be kind of crazy, but whatever. (laughs) It would be a better red wedding. (laughs) It would be a redder wedding. Yeah, red wedding (laughs) 2.0. All right, and then we have John and Danny. More awkward incest energy between them. We yeah. don't actually have any incest this episode, can't but it's still really just—you never really it. get it out. Yeah, you, know, it's, you can't really watch it. It's like a blood okay stain; it. it never quite comes out all the way. Yeah. Um, and then you know she mentions that the dragons aren't getting enough food, and they don't like the north because it's cold, which I'm sure is going to be a big thing later. Yeah. Or the dragons are weak because they're in the north or whatever. And then we get a ridiculously long dragon riding montage, like yeah, serious minutes Whoever, are pumped into just oh no 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 John shitting his pants. It's David Nutter who who directed this episode, mm-hmm. and he's not known for his wonderful episodes. Oh my. Uh, Called out. Well, okay. Well, Come on the pod, defend yourself. All right, yo, David Nutter, <laughs> your episodes are like right in the middle. Mm. They're right in the middle. They're not mm. the worst. They're not uh, Alex Graves or Alex Garland or whatever that guy's name is, but mm-hmm. they're not uh, Mikhail Sapochniks, the guy who directs all the fucking battle scenes right. when he's a fucking god. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right in the middle. Need a little help Just there. Clean, clean <laughs> fives. Clean five to sevens. Yep, right there. <laughs> but that dragon riding scene, um, I just like how Denny's just like, yeah, just ride a dragon. <laughs> Go for it, bro. And then John's like, you know, oh, heck. the mad lad fucking does it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's <laughs> and, shook about it. And but he, he's, he's definitely a little bit fucked up about it, but, you know, you don't expect anyone's able to ride a dragon. So yeah. you gotta be thinking, like, Yo, Danny, you never had anyone ride a dragon before, but you're offering this dude to try to and ride fair, a dragon. To be fair, that's also what she did the first time she rode a dragon, was the dragon just rolled up yeah, while just they were fighting. Yeah, just kind of hold like, on to it and get on, pray. Like, okay! <laughs> <laughs> but like, she's, she's never offered to anyone else before, so it's kind of like... It's, um, it's very intimate. Why are you telling 
poor old John to try and ride a dragon. What if he dies? What if he falls yeah, off and dies? Yeah, no. Like, this seems so risky for the person that you love right now. What, like, what the fuck are you doing? So, <laughs> but then, you know, when they're able to actually ride a dragon, Danny doesn't even question. Just like, oh, yeah. I guess anyone can ride a dragon. <laughs> yeah, this is actually It's not like I didn't, fuck. you know, hatch these dragons from fucking blood-ass <laughs> magic. Because I'm a Targaryen. <laughs> Like, no, and, no, no, no thinking And there. the scene ends in the, they land in front of a waterfall and mm. Danny at some point, like, what if we just chilled here and fucked for the rest of time? Yeah. Nice <laughs> little callback to season three, Egret. Yes. Right yes, there. Yes, actually. Nice little big, callback. Big. The cave. And, like, yeah, the... like, it is sweet. Like, it is, yeah. like, you know, world ending. Let's just coop up here Let's and watch it all. tell it all up. Like, fuck off. Yeah, like, just, just hang out here. Just hang out here. I mean, that's honestly what Danny says. deserves. She's way too focused on her crown. <laughs> he needs to lighten up a little bit. Yeah, I gotta get back to what's important. Just <laughs> incest. A little bit of incest. They don't know, so it's fine. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Alright, and yeah, and we definitely have the very first uh, interaction between the dragons and human sexuality. Apparently, they can identify was when humans are looking to fuck and are curious, are mad about it, have mixed feelings. They had I mean, some expressions. They had expressions yeah, on their faces. They had a nice CGI expression that I don't think any human being could possibly decipher. What the fuck was that even supposed to mean anyway? Was it just like a, oh? Yeah, or was oh it a, boy. oh? Or was it a, oh? I mean, like, how do you... What know. do they want? What do they really want? Maybe, maybe the dragons know. That John is a Targaryen, and they're going like... And they're like, whoa! Whoa! Oh! <laughs> this is wild! Oh! Or, or, okay. crazy thoughts. Uh, you know, they know... Well, actually, what am I saying? The Targaryens have been doing that for ages. Incest. Yeah. Yeah, so it is It's not that weird. The dragons should just lay Yeah, they should it. be like, oh, they're doing the normal sex oh, right they're doing, they're doing the Targaryen thing. <laughs> I guess I won't bother Alright, we then go to Gendry in the shop making a dragonglass axe. Was he uh, half-clothed, or did he have his full clothing? He, I believe he was in a tank. I might be misremembering that, okay, but I believe his, it, it was sun's out, guns out. For yeah, Gendry. I mean, missing the, all the good bits. Yeah. There, <laughs> there have been shots of the muscle man Gendry just whacking at shit. Oh, yeah. We definitely... Was, <laughs> I mean, it was a good scene. It was a good scene. We have him. We have him go back and forth with the hound. Yeah. Arya shows up, and then, of course, we get the first... The the, the Ardry, I guess, is their couple name. No. There's no good combination of their names. I forced it. I'm sorry. I'm really John. sorry. <laughs> Gen- Gendria? No, it just doesn't work. There's no mathematical combination of I Gendry and Arya. That's uh, gonna work out George for us. George R. Martin was thinking naming the guy Gendry. Gendry. <laughs> he was not gonna have a good life. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's, he's, uh, but yeah, he's, uh, to to just comment on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want Arya and Gendry to have a happy day. They're not, but I want it. Yeah, no, they deserve each other. I'm. Uh, I guess I'm taking a, like a cynical uh, view to this, but I don't think anyone's gonna survive. I'm. I mean, yeah, it would be on brand for them to have the Night King wipe everything the fuck out. Also, if you kind of roll back to what, uh, how George R. R. Martin said the whole series was going to end, he said, 
it's gonna have a bittersweet ending. That implies somebody's gonna die. I mean, and the, it's gonna the, make you feel sweet, bad. The thing that he said, sweet, makes it makes me think that the Night King's not gonna win, though. Which I guess is, you know, that'd be a little much. I mean, <laughs> if, if it was just like, oh, they all no, died, yeah. and this frozen-ass motherfucker ruled everything forever. I mean, uh, one of uh, one of the running jokes is that uh, the Winds of Winter is, is literally just that. It's just the gravestones of all the characters with wind rustling over it for a thousand mm-hmm. pages. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just, just big dead. Yeah, big dead. Everybody uh, big dead. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, the ending, if, if I were to speculate on the ending, I, I've had a lot of fun thinking about the name of the whole actual book series called A Song of Ice and Fire, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, the whole series is sort of literally just that. It's a song that's been composed a hundred, a thousand years after the fact, mm-hmm. describing the valiant deeds of all these wonderful characters that we have. And that's kind of what how I'm thinking the very last chapter is going to be the epilogue of everything is going to be a fast forward happy song type of thing mm-hmm. that just describes everything. That's yeah. my bittersweet ending. Yeah. And uh, George R. R. Martin, don't you fucking take that from me. <laughs> <laughs> we have spoke it into existence. It has to happen yeah. now. You don't do this. <laughs> Alright, we go from Gendry and Arya and uh, the Hound uh, to... to Sansa and John having a discussion about how the Karstarks they they ain't loyal. They uh, just, Glovers and the Glovers, right? That's who Glovers. he specifically mentions is them yeah. being disloyal. Um, they were super down with uh, John being king, and now they're not because he's not king. So whatever, fuck the Glovers. They get to get rolled. <laughs> yeah, in the, in the upcoming yeah, they're death probably gonna get iced pretty hard in the yeah. next episode. If I, I mean, had to guess. if you're still worrying about politics, even though John has explicitly told you that the dead are coming, I think you should go fuck yourself. <laughs> Personal opinion. You, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They seem to be writing them specifically to just be like. I mean, they the were, also, were like, oh, heck in the Baptist, it's the ice people. <laughs> they were also the same people. Who were like, uh, uh, when, when John was uh, gathering the people to go fight Bolton, they were like, no, we're good. <laughs> True. So, like, I True. feel like the These, Glovers can go fight yeah, themselves. Yeah, they're, they're, they're going to get it. They're going to get you it. You can't good. stay out of the, the actual fight. You can't. You can't they keep really your can't. hands clean. Man. Seeing you people who stay out of the fight, our next scene is Tarly time. Sad Sam. Big Sam. Not Sad Sam, sad though, because he's... Spe- well, it is Sam. He sad, yeah. He gets sad. sad. He gets real sad at the end. But he at the beginning of the scene, there's sad. so much hope. Because oh, it's Danny rolling up like, hey, Sam, you know what? You're the fucking man. You cured Jorah. You're so cool. And we I'm killed your <laughs> fucking brother. And we killed your dad. I know you don't like them, but we fucking burned him alive. <laughs> he was uh, in in a way. And, yeah. you know, I, I understand that Sam has to, like, you know, go through these emotions. But ultimately... Like, I feel like he's gonna have a scene where he's like, you know what? My dad was kind of a shitter. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's gonna he's, come around on it. He's definitely gonna have one of those moments where he just realizes, like, well, I guess my dad deserved it. <laughs> his dad was an asshole. Yeah, because, like... Well, actually, the saying is, his dad's a dick and his son's a dickin', but... Bad <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, joke. Like, I feel like... Like, I don't want to talk shit, but I feel like 
Dickon was cast based on the fact that he was fucking somebody in casting. Like, he's... <laughs> like, it's not like he's a bad actor. He just seems like he's a better lay. Like, <laughs> if I had to guess... His, yeah, his face kind of comes off as, like, a college kind of <laughs> frat. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going into this whole theater thing. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna lay pipe and see how far he gets me. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, Sam is big sad. Uh, Which he... will forever crush me. I just don't want to see Sam sad. So, after we have big sad Sam, we have uh, him running outside, and the first person he sees is... Bran, sitting there in his chair, still unable to look anything other than just absolutely ice cold. Another cyborg. (laughs) Another just... Another cyborg. Staring thousands of yards. Who is waiting for somebody important. Yeah, he says he's waiting for an old old friend. friend. Yeah. Oh, they love the foreshadowing here at Game of Thrones. Bran, why why are you so weird? And again, he's just the biggest fan of, like, saying incredibly jarring shit really casually, like, when... Or just really vaguely. Yeah, when Sam's like, you've got to tell your brother, I'm not his brother, like, oh, you're <laughs> right, right, okay, um, okay. Did you forget dude. about all the years you grew up with him, or... <laughs> no. I'm not his right. brother, bro. That's not true. It's... This is this is this is all leading into my theory that he's not actually Bran. But yeah, no, we'll not yeah. talk about that he's now. Just, <laughs> he's just gonna be a raven and melt a bunch of ice walkers Hell floating yeah. in the sky. It's gonna rule. Oh yeah. All right, and then we that. move on to John in the crypt, mm, wasting the, no time. The the only thing I have on my notes for this is a uh, crypt truth. Crypt is true. So. <laughs> So that, uh, I mean, if I were John, I would take that information a little bit worse, maybe? Yeah, no, he doesn't even get that mad. He's just kind of like, oh, okay, that's weird. Oh. He doesn't even go up to Sam and go, you're not shitting me, right? Yeah, he doesn't doubt it for a second. He's like, oh, for real? I guess that makes sense. I guess yeah. that's why I rode that dragon so easy. <laughs> And then, you know, of course, there's all the, the wow, we're, we're, uh, we're nephew and cousin, or whatever the... the yeah, he doesn't really consider that. He most... The thing aunt he and seem, nephew? Yeah, yeah. Aunt and, he's, the thing he seems most fucked up about is, like, wait, I have to be the king? Oh, like, yeah. He just got <laughs> like, so used oh, to, like... no, the responsibility! <laughs> Damn like, it! Fuck, I got more Just homework. got away with it! <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, you gotta tell Daenerys, and John says, that's treason! Like, yeah, dude, you gotta do I mean, it, though. Like, treason, yes, but also treason, no! Yeah, also, if you fuck, it's not treason. Yeah, isn't she doing more treason, too? She's kind of the one being, yeah, yeah, she's kind of the one being treasonous. I mean, uh, how do I see that ending? Uh, obviously, it's gonna be one of those, well, the Targaryens have been doing this for 300 years, let's just marry and be, you can be a king... I can be the queen. Yeah. Like, it's an easy solution. Yeah, and we have Wincest forever. A little, a little too much Wincest, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that's just kind of how that's going to go down, to be honest. You'd love to see it. And then we get our, our little shocker, definitely the best scene of the episode, second to last scene, oh, walking oh. through the uh, last hearth. 
Uh, before that, though, I do want to oh. kind of run back to okay. that crypt scene. I completely uh-huh, forgot uh-huh. about this. Again, with the call-outs to that first episode of season one, you have that crypt scene between King Robert mm-hmm. and Eddard Stark mm-hmm. talking shit like they're, they're talking the truth about Lyanna, right? Down mm-hmm. there. And then you get... Sam and John hugging it out mm-hmm. after you know talking about Liana, and it's just truth. like it's the crypt truth. truth, the crypt truth. It, I, it's just like uh, I'm I'm really loving the the sort of like callbacks to that first season. It's just it's been all over mm-hmm. this episode that you could yeah. really tell. Yeah, it is some more. It is some nice flourishes. <laughs> I have more to talk about with this. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, yes, the last but hearth, then, but then we get to last hearth. And oh, yeah. our our little little scout boy from the beginning oh, of the episode. They, they remind us, by the way, Umber. we kill kids here. This is baby this Umber. is them Thrones. We we kill oh, yeah. the kids here, <laughs> and arranged in a really really un just some weird serial killer shit. Like definitely uh, some writers just so like throwing shit at the wall. Speaking of those last season or that last first season callouts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is almost an identical rune of bodies that you get from the prologue of the very first episode when the when the three uh, Night's Watch dudes ride out mm-hmm. and then face the, uh, the first Night Walker. The they come across a bunch of wildlings arrayed in a very similar pattern. I don't That's... think it's the same pattern, but it, that a very similar pattern oh, once again repeats yeah. when mm-hmm. Bran goes and looks back on the Children of the Forest cr- uh, uh, creating mm-hmm. the White Walkers. You get that the stone circle... With the spirals, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a reoccurring that's been little. Re- been more recurring stuff. They yeah. they really packed all the, some some good yeah. juice into the end of this one. They, yeah. they did a good job. Definitely wins scene of the week. Uh, except, of course, in terms of just pure drama value, even the drama value of the kid waking up in the middle yeah. of the dialogue <laughs> to get fire stabbed. Even that did not get me as hype. As Jamie oh. Lannister rolling up oh. and Brad in the wheelchair. Those eyes, honestly, I'd... one of though. Oh. <laughs> they they didn't say any words to each no, other, did they? No yeah, because I word. like, like I I saw looked. that my brain was just like, <laughs> let's not record for the next couple seconds and let's oh, just try and process yeah. that. <laughs> I really can't wait for Brand. Yeah, they well, gotta I mean, just. They gotta tomorrow. Next but, week, they gotta just jump but, right into there. But Bran is a cyborg. Yeah, no, he might not even care. He might be like, whatever, Jamie. It's, it's the. Uh, it's the. It's the end of the world right now. We don't have time for this. Just like yeah. he did in the very, yeah, just the very thing. Like, guys, just, just shut up. We're, we're talking it, about you know, actual things. That doesn't keep me ho- from holding out hope that like he's just going to yeah. full-on like force choke him into the air <laughs> and throw him around Winterfell. Jamie, goddammit. <laughs> or, okay, Bran says, very first be- beginning mm-hmm. of the next episode, mm-hmm. How's your sister? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, uh, God, that would be so bad. It would really yeah, not be a good television thing, but 
Kill no, the Lord. It's it's what you want to have instead. Yeah, it's what yeah. it's what you want can want to. I'm not a professional TV writer. So, right. um, so so big predictions for next week. What do we have? What's what's big on the predictions. Docket? Well, all right. So so far in this week, we have Last Hearth crossed off the list mm-hmm. of uh, places. You know, uh, tourist destinations that the, all the dead people are going to go look mm-hmm. at. So uh, Winterfell. Okay, you think we're having White Walkers on? I mean, Winterfell. where else would they show up? Yeah, I can't think of any other places. I, Maybe. Yeah, they would be I mean, too bold to wait until the third episode. Everyone is everyone is is uh, gathering at Winterfell right now, and I feel like mm-hmm. I mean, that's probably not going to be the penultimate uh, penultimate uh, battle, but I feel like there's going to be some sort of engagement at or near Winterfell that will be sort of important. Like I feel like they have to do a battle next episode, right? Because this was a low octane episode as far as Game <laughs> of Thrones goes. Yeah, no, honest. there was not a lot actually no deaths really. No significant deaths really to Other speak than of. That kid, but Yeah, he, I mean he died. He it was back, sad, but like who was he? You know, <laughs> he didn't have a name. I'm uh, I'm I'm honestly thinking there's gonna be some sort of ambush or or something that happens nearby Winterfell that gets everyone's all yeah jeebies all riled up or whatever yeah somebody's gonna die at Winterfell yeah. and, and it's uh, big sad. I want something bad has to happen to Cersei next mm. episode that's what I'm thinking yeah, because it's just been her. it's been going so fucking good for her yeah I don't think she can just sit at the red keep like chilling this entire time yeah like, that's just, just gonna be fine kicking her legs her. up just going yeah <laughs> all right uh i'll send out the golden company about five minutes <laughs> after uh euron comes back to my room for a second yeah and yeah, then we'll deal with gonna that. do some, <laughs> i feel like i feel like he's gotten what he, he what he paid for mm-hmm. and now he's He's public enemy number one. I feel like he's yeah. I think he's gonna be uh, first major character to die for sure. That's my kind of shitty guess. Yeah, I think they've <laughs> got to do it fast in the second second episode. I think first season or first scene of yeah the, of the next. I mean, episode, if they do it like asked. if they do it like the ending of the Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. which I know probably no fucking no one's ever read really. <laughs> Uh, More deep really, More really, deep really big fantasy series from a long ass time ago. Um, mm-hmm. There was a, I believe it was a three hundred and forty page final chapter that was devoted Ooh. to the final battle. Okay, and everyone died, and it mm-hmm. was one of the most riveting chapters I've ever read. Which the mm-hmm. chapter in and of itself was a novel. Yeah, that's a <laughs> few pages. Uh, so that was incredible and I kind of want Game of Thrones to kind of end on something that's like yeah, that. They gotta do it. Babe. At least two straight episodes four mm-hmm. hours in the end of just insanity. Just, yeah. Just straight this is the fucking end. Yeah. Like I know they already shot it but if you're listening please please do it big. <laughs> Edit it better. That's all we can ask <laughs> is to do it big. Alright yeah. I think that's a good introduction. A pleasure, yeah. Sam, to do this with you. We've yeah, been, we've been no talking problem. it up, and here we are. We did it. All yeah, right. Look at that. One hour For, and two minutes. We nailed it. <laughs> For Merry Go Round, this is Drinking and Knowing Things, signing off. Bye-bye. Yay.